Hello everybody, I'm Ben Cullen. Welcome to this week's Sports Fix. It has been a controversial week in European football. The news of a European 12-team Super League has caused uproar across the continent. The founding clubs from England, Italy and Spain had agreed to establish a new midweek competition, with teams continuing to compete in their respective national leagues. Critics say the move is being driven purely by money and would likely destroy domestic leagues and is also against the integrity of the sport. However, it didn't take long for all six English clubs to withdraw from the competition. This follows the protests and backlash from the supporters and the media. Manchester City were the first club to pull out after Chelsea had signalled their intent to do so. The other four sides, Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester United and Tottenham, have all now followed suit. Roger Federer has confirmed he will play in this year's French Open as he continues to return from injury. Federer, who is now 39, is making a comeback after two knee operations and has not played a Grand Slam since January 2020. The 20-time Grand Slam winner made his return after 14 months out at last month's Qatar Open, but he has not played since. He said he'll play at the Clay Court Geneva Open in May, followed by Roland Garros, which begins on the 30th of May. After losing to Djokovic in the 2020 Australian Open, he had an operation on his right knee and after a further setback was ruled out for the entire coronavirus hit season. He had hoped to return to this year's Australian Open in January, but ran out of time to regain fitness. Red Bull's Max Verstappen took his first win of the year in a chaotic, incident-strewn Grand Prix last weekend. Rain at the start led to one of the most topsy-turvy races in memory, as the treacherous conditions caught out the vast majority of drivers at one time or another. There was an early safety car and later a red flag, after a massive crash involving Valtteri Bottas and George Russell, who were rivals for a seat at the World Champions in 2022. It appeared as if Hamilton had gifted his main rival a huge advantage when he lost control trying to lap Russell and slid into the barriers at half distance. But the crash between Russell and Bottas a lap later gave him a second opportunity and he made the most of it, fighting back from 8th at the restart to finish 2nd. And Lando Norris took a superb 3rd place after a strong weekend in the McLaren. We now welcome back professional footballer James Hart to the studio. And what about the, the national team you've played at youth and both at senior level? Yeah, so that also came in the same year when I was playing uh, the first half of the season with football club um, because I had a lot of opportunities at football club, uh, different to Kitschi and like different to other big teams where you might not get that much playing time on the field. Uh, football club offered me that and gave me a place to shine. And uh, yeah, I was um, offered Hong Kong team uh, responsibilities since Hong Kong Football Club. Although I did play in the youth system once in a while, uh, I'm talking about under 18s, under under 16s, but it was never like a full commitment until Understood. Football Club. Yeah, that's awesome. What is your your most memorable national team moment? Was it a particular game or a moment, a goal? Oh wow, every game is very very memorable. But uh, I would I would say the most recent game, just because of the uh, whole COVID-19. Uh, situation where it's, it came so sudden and uh, it really postponed a lot of football games yeah and uh, it just puts into my perspective on how rare and how 
precious these memories are. So I think the most recent game against Cambodia where I was able to score a goal at the Hong Kong Stadium uh, was definitely my uh, most memorable That's game. amazing. When was that? Uh, this was... Oh wow, I think it was already uh, a year and a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2019 or now, 2020 February, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'd be a fool not to ask you about the coronavirus situation. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been such a unique time, I guess. How did you cope with it? How did your team cope with it? Do you think you did well throughout? So um, I would say uh, all football teams in Hong Kong are in a very reactive sort of position where we're reacting to the policies, we're reacting to uh, what the government is telling us to do. Understood. So um, we had a lot of periods where we weren't allowed to train at the football pitches because they were closed. Yeah, they closed, yeah. And uh, those periods are very, very difficult because um, as an athlete like yourself, you understand to keep a fitness level is a day-to-day -day job. You can't just switch off for two weeks and expect yourself to be as fit. At the same level, yeah. So yeah, it's very, very difficult to maintain your fitness and it's very, it's very different to um, like individual sports where you're very disciplined and you do your own stuff. And I'm just so used to like having all my teammates and having, it's basically taking the fun element out and yeah. just the work element, which was, it was an eye opener. And um, it, I, I think I did quite well, actually. I, good man. I found myself a good schedule, uh, adapted myself to like uh, maintaining my fitness and not just sloughing around. Very good. Um, so now we're hopefully towards the back end of it. Yeah. How does the, the rest of the season look for you? How long is left? And So um, in terms of like restrictions and um, it does look like it's, it's at an end with the COVID for the football side of stuff. Like COVID's not finished because of uh, how the thing is going worldwide. But in terms of like the policies, how to protect players and what to do when some players do get COVID is quite set in terms of like um, the policies and restrictions. So uh, I don't see football stopping like it did when yeah. COVID just broke out. So um, we figured um, that out now. Yeah, I'm glad with that. So um, right now I'm looking forward to uh, completing the season and um, hopefully be selected again in the uh, national team squad for the remaining World Cup qualifier games in June. In June. Which is um, not long from now. Uh, we're playing in Bahrain and um, so all the teams are just going to fly to Bahrain instead of having a home and away games. And uh, hopefully, um, yeah, it's going to be a 21-day quarantine thing. You mean all the teams in the group? All the teams in the group are going to fly in Bahrain to finish all the games within uh, 20 days. That'll be an interesting experience in itself. Yeah, it's going to be lovely, yeah. Well, uh, James, you've, you've already done a lot. Yeah. You've definitely still got years ahead. What are your aspirations to, you know, see out the rest of your career? Yeah, yeah. So um, I... I feel like I treat my body quite well in terms of like um, training and maintaining myself. So I'm hope, hoping to have at least five, six more years. Football has grown to be a more, uh, the average age has grown a lot because of uh, sports science and how we train. And there's a lot of experience base. I think my goal in the future of football is definitely to shine in an international uh, platform. Yeah, uh, I played a lot of football in local uh, matches and games and the ones I enjoy the most are often the international games you know the AFC the World Cup qualifiers etc yeah that would that would be a, a really nice end to a, yeah. a strong career yeah yeah love it okay well we're gonna go the opposite way now lots of our listeners are teenagers and they might be one in the career that you had and the career path 
how did your teenage years look? You said you were a naughty child and football gave you some discipline. Yeah, talk to us about that. I mean, um, for my teenage years, uh, the thing I come across the most is definitely the, um, I wouldn't call it an, an obstacle, but definitely something to think about is um, your family situation. So a lot of like the decisions from uh, the younger age are decided by parents, especially in Hong Kong. Yeah, uh, I was quite fortunate that both my parents didn't really uh, care about what I did. So uh, my dad didn't know I played football till I was actually playing professional. He thought I was just walking around at the uh, park. So um, I would say like um, definitely to uh, let your parents know that um, uh, what your passions really are. It's a very difficult thing to know what your passions are at a young age, but if you do have it, don't be afraid to say it. That's great and advice. No, yeah, no matter what sport you're doing, football, rugby, if you're passionate about it, definitely like shine a beacon on it. Okay, that's something we've not had before. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> James, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you all the best for your Hong Kong aspirations as well as um, finishing the season with Southern this year. Yeah. Um, good luck and thanks for coming in and yeah, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I had lots of fun. Good man. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, James. Awesome. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. My hottest ticket in the world this week is UFC 261. Kamaru Usman puts his welterweight title on the line once again against Jorge Masvidal. And also, Weili Zhang is putting her belt on the line. It is going to be a cracker. Have a great weekend all, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week.